Hello everyone and hello Miles. What's up Jason? Today we're at Café de Olla. What's an olla, you ask? Good question. It's one of the biggest reasons this place is so popular. Ah, but will an olla change your life? Oh yeah. <laughs> it just might. And you're about to find out why. This is another edition of Coffee Café. Welcome. We are two work from home dads who for over a year have been getting together once a week to find the best coffee around. It's our meeting at the water cooler, a chance to have some great coffee and conversation. But the rules, we ah, must have rules. Rules, rules, rules. What are the rules, Miles? Our spots, they can't be a national chain and they have to serve more than just your standard drip coffee. Right. It's got to be in the Burbank or surrounding areas, and yes. we can only visit the shop once per year. Yes, rules, because if we didn't have rules, we could do whatever and where we would we be? Exactly. <laughs> Society would be crumbling. <laughs> That's right. As it, would it be... sort of is already. <laughs> yeah, well. <clears throat> so, yeah, we pick their best brew and decide if it's worthy, and we're sharing what we discover with you. It's an inside look to coffee houses you've probably never heard of, and some you have, so you can go out and try the best in town. What to get? Which to avoid? Miles, where are we today? Jason, we're in Café de Oya, 2315 West Victory Boulevard in Burbank. It is a hop and low breakfast spot. Yeah. Specializes in chilaquiles. Yes. Which are tortillas covered in either red or green sauce. Uh-huh. Um, for breakfast, with, uh, right? For breakfast, yep. yeah. And then this Café de Oya, which is their special... Café de Oya recipe. Would you like to tell us what Café de well, Oya is? Well, it's I'm pretty interesting because I didn't know anything about Café de Oya. Um, it's a Mexican clay pot. So instead of making coffee how we traditionally do it, uh, it's more Turkish-like, where they get this clay pot, which is the main part of it. It gives it its distinctive flair. Then they put the ingredients in there. They have uh, uh, pinzonillo, which is like a raw brown sugar, kind of in a cone-like shape. They put that whole huge thing in there. They put um, some spices, I think cinnamon and uh, anise in there. And then they put the grounds and then really hot water over that. And, and it just let it sit there for a while. And then they strain it or they just take, the t take it off the top. And it's, uh, it's pretty amazing, the process, and completely unique from whatever you've had elsewhere. Yeah, it is. It's a, you know, it's sweet, but it's also there's so many other subtle flavors in there. It's not like you're just drinking sugary coffee. That's true. And and you know, I'm I'm Mr. not too sweet, but with this uh, if it didn't have the sweetness, you wouldn't get those flavors. That's your R&B name, isn't it? <laughs> yes, it is. How did you know? I've seen your albums out there. <laughs> Mr. <Yeah>. not too sweet. <laughs> That's right. And so, yeah, you can actually taste all the flavors, but when they're combined, it, it you know what I equate it to? It's, it's like drinking a coffee-ish tea. What do you think of that? A coffee-ish tea? Yeah, it, it is. You know, the, the flavors of the coffee, you know, you don't get the flavors of the coffee so much. It's more about like, you know, bring out some of the other flavors. You're right. But, yeah. Yeah. But, but yeah, I guess I could see. You yeah. Know, like, it's uh, it's really unique. And uh, and then you also had the... Um, I had the chilaquiles this morning. And what what are your thoughts? It, they're excellent. They're, uh, I mean, you have, uh, you know, some beans and rice and then you have... Um, you can get an egg as you want it over, you know, the chilaquiles, which are the fried uh, tortillas. Yeah. Um, covered in either like a red, I think red 
poblano sauce mm -hmm. or a green chile verde sauce. Yeah, so yeah. they're um, you know they're, they're really good. It's kind of their uh, their thing. Yeah, it looked delicious. I didn't need anything because I I'm typically get up. I'm the short order cook at home, and I eat, I serve breakfast and I eat breakfast. And by the time we get to have coffee, I'm already full. But yeah. it looked fantastic. And this place is full in the mornings. Like you can't, we, I mean, we went, it's Wednesday morning and you can get in there and it's still pretty crowded. If you go on the weekend, there's no chance. Yeah, it's not a huge place, but uh, it is unbelievably packed and apparently it's packed all the time. So you have to get there early or at an odd time so that you can get seated right away. But you can expect to at least wait a few minutes before you come here. But let's talk about what we ordered, Miles. We both ordered what? The cafe de olla, because we had to, right? <laughs> yeah, you had to. They, they don't actually have like an espresso menu. They have the cafe de olla and they have iced cafe de olla and then they have frappe de olla. <laughs> and they do have regular coffee. Right. Um, but you know, if you come here, especially if you've never been here, yeah, you, that's, you, you know, that's what you're getting. You've got to order it. You have to order it. And let me tell you, it's worth it. Uh, when I first had this first sip, it's like, whoa, it, it just, you don't expect it these flavors, it, it really just makes you wonder if you're drinking coffee, but in the end you get the same kind of caffeine and the buzz from coffee, but man, it's an explosion of flavors in your mouth. Explosion. An explosion. <laughs> it really Explosion. is. I mean, yeah, no, it is. It, it is. I mean, I agree. I mean, and, you know, next time we'll try the uh, the iced one or the frappe. I think that'd be that's a good those idea. Are, yeah. Those are yeah. interesting ones, yeah. but um, you know, that's kind of what makes the spot unique. It really is, and the people here are fantastic. The service is amazing. The the um, just the atmosphere itself, it just feels just inviting, and uh, I'm really enjoying the time being here. It's just about the experience of these flavors. And uh, speaking of experiences, I had an interesting week. Uh, occasionally, we go out uh, for a bike ride, and um, and we'll go out to uh, coffee with the boy, you know, a family bike ride kind of thing, and the boy will come along, and we always stop for coffee because it's just something to do. And he usually orders a bagel. And you know what I've been noticing in a lot of kids, young kids, their parents take them to coffee and they let them drink coffee. Oh yeah? Yeah, I've noticed that. And, or, you know, one of those super sweet drinks that are full of caffeine and sugar and stuff. It seems too risky. My kids wouldn't, uh, I mean, it would be, be signing my death warrant that day. <laughs> well, and you know, my boy has no interest in in coffee. He, as a matter of fact, I say, hey, you want to try some? No, it smells terrible. I have no. Uh, I and, told my kid that it stunts their growth. They won't oh, grow anymore, really? so they don't even want to they, smell it. Too that's closely. right. So you have no issue. Your kids. Yeah, I just lie. No, do they even ask for coffee? No, they don't want to stop growing. No. <laughs> it's, it came to that. They used to sneak That's a drinks. good idea. Every parent is different and, and you, you raise your child differently, which is great. I think, you know, that adds variety of life. But when I take them to those places and stuff and I see these little kids drinking the, the sugary, chocolatey thing with on top and, and all that stuff, I just wonder, man, what are they like? <laughs> what yeah. are they, you know, are they jumping off the walls? I, I always wonder what drives parents to let them drink coffee early. I always, I grew up learn, uh, you know, learning that it was bad right. for you. Yeah. Bad. And I, I, now it's kind of, you know, in moderation, it's good for you. As an adult, I just don't know what it does for a kid. I guess it's something we should probably research, huh? Well, I, I mean, there's other reasons I don't want my kid to have caffeine. <laughs> they have enough energy, yeah. they'll be fine. Well, 
it's just something I thought about. And, and uh, it's always uh, fun to get other parents' opinion about things and see how it compares to yours. And the yeah, same point. a death match <laughs> argument with them about <laughs> yeah. who's no, right no. and who's wrong. I'm not, no, you I... give your kids coffee <laughs> and how much sugar? No, to each his own. Everybody can be do their thing and be happy as long as they're happy with what they're doing. More power to you. That's what I always say. <laughs> how was your week this week, Miles? Oh, week was good. The kids, you know, uh, my five-year-old is uh, taken to when he gets in trouble. I don't know what your son does, but yeah. when, when trouble is known and you're in it, he's starting to go run and hide in different spots in the house, oh. so I can't find him. Yeah. Oh, really? So he, yeah. <laughs> he, he, something goes wrong and he hides. Yes, and you know, there are actually some pretty good hiding spots in my house. <laughs> if I didn't have the help of the other two ratting him out all the time, I wouldn't be able to find him. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, he's getting pretty good at it. Wow. So, I mean, remember hide and seek back yeah. a few years ago? Yeah. It was the easiest thing in the world. Right? Yeah, sure. They would yeah. Just go st- stand <laughs> they would, in the they would tell you where they are. When, at least my boy would say, I'm in the closet. I'm in the closet. Yeah, I'm looking for you. They hide in the same spot every single time. <laughs> like, I'm going to go hide in the closet. I'm going to go hide in the closet. Same closet. And you just, and it's just that over and over and over again. That's right. And now it's like, you know, he's like hiding for his life. So, <laughs> oh, what do you do when you find him? Get, I yank him out by his foot. Oh. He's, he's in trouble. Oh, well, that's. I don't remember his older brother doing that too. No. This is a very, you know, I'm in trouble. I know I'm in trouble. I'm out of here. Do you think they told each other? This is what you do. Lamb. Let me show, let me tell you. When you get in trouble, you go hide in the closet. They'll no. never find you. Usually he does something to one of them, and that's why he's hiding. Or he'll like break something, and then he disappears. It's very disconcerting. As long as he stays in the house, though, I think. Well, uh, I guess that's all right. Okay. So, uh, what, did he? Was it a big problem? Or oh, it's just happening more and more lately. I see. And yeah. uh, th- you know, I may have to put some some child locks on the door or something. The front door. If this, if, it, if the trouble gets too serious, I don't want him leaving. Oh, well, I understand. <laughs> so we're still here at Cafe de Oya, uh, enjoying their Cafe de Oya. And uh, this is the time of the show, Miles, where we rate our drinks uh, from a scale of 1 to 10, 10 being the best. Miles, talk about your Café de Oya. What do you think? You, you know, I'm not sure this is a good one to, to rank just because it seems like it's on a different scale than some of the other ones. You know, oh. we're usually ranking like the quality of the coffee. And this seems like more of a unique thing that you should just try. It's hard to put this one on a scale necessarily. You know, it's like, it's not, you know, it's not my favorite coffee drink out of all of them but i like it's a great spot to come to when you come here you you drink it you know it's like it's more like for variety and for mixing things up all right well that's a a unique vantage point i think that you're right it is completely uh different uh where it is tough to rate it although if i were comparing it to let's say a drink at uh another place that had flavored drinks or something uh because it's so unique I would, I would put this high on the scale uh, okay. if we were comparing the two, right? Uh, I would say this would be somewhere around the seven or eights for the flavors of what you're getting in the Café de Olla. I wouldn't disagree with seven or eight. Yeah, no. I think it's, uh, it's a place where uh, you can come enjoy some amazing food and then get this Café de Olla, which will blow your mind if you've never had it before. You'll, if you're, especially if you just love coffee and just different flavored drinks and you're used to the same old mochas and, you know, cinnamon or you this. Love piloncillo. Yeah. <laughs> this is really something that uh, is um, worth it. And I think you'll find that you'll come back to just to have more of this. 
Which we did. Yes. <laughs> a year later. <laughs> <laughs> rules are rules, Jason. Rules are rules. What are you going to do? So there you have it. Miles and I both agree that this is uh, so unique it's hard to rate, but uh, we're definitely somewhere in the seven or eights if you compare it to other flavored drinks. Overall, this is a wonderful, inviting place to go to with great food, great service, and you'll be happy you came. So that's it for Café de Olla in Burbank. We hope you enjoyed our podcast. And if you did, please subscribe and let your friends know too. And if you have any questions or even an idea for the show, you can let us know. You can hit us up on Facebook and Instagram as Coffee Cafe Podcast. And we're also on iTunes. A big shout out to Nicola Simikic, sound designer for Gypsy Sound, who's helping us out with the sound for our show. Thanks again for listening. And remember that we're here to hunt for the best coffee around so you don't have to. Until next week, enjoy the brew. See you, Miles. Later, Jason.